What's up, everybody? This is Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. Okay, so I watched the end over the weekend at some point that uh, cult documentary that started last year, The Vow, or was it two years ago? I think it was last year. Whenever it started, it's on HBO, and it w- really wasn't the best um, documentary about that uh, Nexium guy uh, to me. I thought, and and then it, it was, I thought the one on. Uh, Stars or Showtime was better with um, India Oxenberg on it. But uh, this one kind of wrapped up the end. It, it it really reminded me of a show called 30-something, which was kind of like this hand-wringing liberal white guilt show that I watched in the 80s. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know why I watched it because it really wasn't particularly good to me. But I watched it. And it was always so much hand wringing and white guilt, and and I didn't even know that's what it was back then. I was just like, why are they always so unhappy? They seem to have everything. Why are they always so miserable? And this was sort of like that uh, to me. Not that it was bad or anything. It just I didn't understand why they were always so uh, pensive and all these emotional shots of things. And it's like you know, you guys were a part of this, and I get that this is your visual style or whatever, but you are part of this. Ah, Having some ice cold agua. But you know, I just, you know, you're part of it. You, you thought you were, I get it. You thought you were a part of something bigger than yourselves. You thought you were in a community. You thought it was about love and success and growth. And it turned out that it was only partly about that, but it was mostly about control uh, mind control and uh, weird sex. You know, I'm telling you, the the first red flag for me, first of all, the guy, Keith Ranieri, looks like a weirdo. I don't care. Listen, weirdos, I get it. We don't have to, like, alienate them from society, but some people are weird and dangerous. You know, some people are just weird. Some people just ain't cool. And then some people are you know, weird and predatory. And he had a very strange habit that would have been a huge red flag for me, which is he had to kiss every woman on the mouth. That is odd. When someone is kissing you on the mouth like that, to me, it was a control move. It's sexual harassment. There's, I'm here for a leadership conference. I don't need you to kiss me on my mouth. That's weird. He was an odd little fella. Anyway, he got 120 years in prison. And then the woman who helped him, she starts off this portion of the documentary like, I'm just running, I was just running my business. He made her dream come true, which is to, she was a nurse and she understood hypnosis and all these mind control techniques. And he used her, basically. And she wasn't somebody he wanted to have sex with. So, uh, I don't get the impression that they had sex, but he used her and manipulated her. And he, I think he had sex with both of her daughters. Certainly one of them was in a relationship with him. And it's just ridiculous. This man was telling everybody he wasn't having sex, but he was having sex with a lot of women in the cult, like most of the women. And it was just so strange. And it had cult vibes. And I guess you just don't know you're in a cult when you're in it. And then there's still some people out here defending him. One of them is a sister. It's like, what? 
girl, how you out here believing this nonsense? It is wild. And it's the five people who want to see him out of jail who were doing hand signals with him while he was in the in the county jail. It just it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. And it can happen to anybody. Anybody can have their mind controlled. You we, we see it every day in the black community. You see it every day. You know, menthols, this this obsession with smoking menthols, to me, that's a marketing mind control tactic. Um, the, the young people's music, you know, listen, I'm not old. You know, I'm I'm just I'm just at the perfect age. I really love this age. I've, I you can't it's really hard to get things over on me. Um, I've seen a lot. I've been through a lot. And, you know, it's really hard to trick me. You're not going to trick me into something. And these young people, they listen to this music, and it's like mind control. It is really just a recipe to how to murder, make a bunch of kids you can't afford. Please don't be out here doing what Nick Cannon is doing. Y'all can't afford that. I don't even think he can afford it. I think ultimately Nick Cannon is, what, welcoming his 12th child. I think his issue is he almost died, and he's afraid to die, so he's going to make all these kids. You know, and that doesn't mean you're going to live forever, bro. It just means you're going to have a bunch of kids. And I hope that you can afford a family of 12. And what's with the women? I'm not judging anybody. A lot of women want to have kids. A lot of women would probably want to have kids with Nick Cannon. He's cute. And he seems like he has some money. And he seems like an interesting person. You know, I can understand one woman doing that but you're one of like three or four and you know it and you're all just in love with Nick so much you got to have his babies and he's posting pictures at the births of all of them with all these different women I just that dude got a harem going I don't get it mainly because I just don't get it (laughs) you know it's like I need a partner how are you going to be a partner to me and all these other women? I, I don't, uh, I just don't get it. But everybody has the right to do what they do. I just think it's time for a vasectomy, you know, and and there's no way you can have 12 kids in the modern era by three or four different women and think you're going to have quality time and investment in all of those children. You, you don't all live together. And even if you did, I I have a lot of friends who, you know, they grew up Catholic and they were one of nine or one of ten. And they did all grow up together and they it wasn't a lot of money and it wasn't a lot of fun. At some point, someone feels neglected. That's too many kids. You know, but you got to change the structure. And maybe that's what he thinks. If I have 12 kids with four moms. They won't feel neglected by their moms. They're definitely going to feel neglected by you, though. I don't get it. And I know I got off topic, but mind control. Nick got some mind control. He got some mind control all over these women because I don't understand how that's going down. And then you've got, you know, this cult. So this Keith Raniere guy, he's going to prison. And this documentary, this part of the docuseries, uh, The Vow, it, it covers the lady who was helping him who thought she was just running like this uh 
you know, executive performance group and, you know, her parents are old and all. It just was bad news. And the dude was having sex with her kids. Like she was so deeply involved that she missed a ton of red flags. And uh, her daughter, one of her daughters got charged, but was sentenced to, I think, probation. She didn't have to go to prison. Uh, but the mom, she's going to prison for a couple of years uh, because it's really impossible to think that she had no idea what was going on. You know, when you really look at all the facts, but she seemed completely clueless. But, you know, that's there's a punishment for being completely clueless, too. I mean, this was happening to your own children. Yikes. So anyway, uh, I'm not recommending it. But if you watch it, I wouldn't mind hearing some feedback on it. I, I think The Vow is an interesting version of the story to a certain extent. I think it was full of fluff. And I think it was too much hand-wringing in it. Uh, and people who were deeply involved and recruited other people... Uh, assuaged a lot of their own guilt in this docuseries, um, which which is why I liked India Oxenberg's better. And if you type in Nexium, Nexium, you could there's tons of shows about it that are just more straight, no chaser, you know. But anybody can have their mind controlled. Like I said, we watch it in the black community all the time. And what's with these rappers? Again, little baby, young. NBA young boy, young this, you know, I think psychologically that's mind control. How many, when, when rap started, literally everybody wanted to be big. They wanted to be men and respected as men, large professor, heavy D, you know, some, not only was he physically heavy, he was heavy. Like, you're talking to him, you'd be like, oh, that's deep. You know, he had good rhymes. He was an interesting person. Uh, everybody wanted to be big. Big Daddy Kane. You know, like, all the names were just about, you know, really being masculine and grown. And not, all, you know, even LL Cool J. Ladies love Cool James. You know, but his songs were like, I am a, a man, you know, LL Cool J. You know, I don't understand this. Lil Baby, Dub Baby, Lil, Lil This, Young That. I mean, psychologically, that's a problem. It's Baby Boy. It's John Singleton. John Singleton, uh, I got to say, all of his movies were interesting but the ones I found the most interesting were Higher Learning, not Higher Learning. That wasn't one of my favorites. Uh, Boys in the Hood. I loved, I loved the impact that Boys in the Hood made. I thought it was powerful and really well made, especially for a first film. It was unbelievable. Uh, and I liked, um, I really liked, uh, what's the one? Baby Boy. Like, I've thought those two were telling like some deep cultural uh, things that I could see for myself and be like, yeah, I can co-sign that because I've I've seen some of this stuff. Not so much. I didn't live in boys in the hood type environment. Don't get me wrong. But 
I understood the psychology behind it. And baby boy is is proving to be super true. Like these guys, they want to live off their girlfriends and pretend like they are out here, you know, balling. It's very strange. It's the number of these guys that are so, uh, you know, I'll sell a few drugs. I'm going to have a baby or two by you. And I'm going to live in your place. You know, and they're, they're not ashamed about it at all. We've infantilized these boys. That's why they're out here acting like kids and children and wanting to be little and young and, and beat each other up and shoot each other. They don't want to beat each other up. They shoot each other and kill each other on sight. Because, you know, that's what people who have temper tantrums do. You're giving basically, you know, toddlers uh, AR-15s. It's just ridiculous. And I, I just... I want these young men to be proud of who they are. I want them to live long, happy lives. I want them to want to be grandfathers. I want them to stop leaving these two-year-old sons and daughters behind and people who love them behind at 17 and 18. I want them to, to want to be old and gray and have fun at the family barbecue and be the crazy old uncle. And, you know, that's my prayer for a lot of these young men that are just out here and they don't see any other way and they're not looking. They want to to shoot and kill. And I want them to want to live longer and, you know, be healthy and happy. That's what I want. I want that for them. And I'm trying to figure out how to how to sell that message to them, because everything else is just leading to death. You know, this is a genocide and people uh, are just cool with it. If the police aren't involved, black people aren't going to say a word. They're not going to say a thing, which is infuriating. You know, it's sad. It's really sad. But anyway, that was my thought on this. Uh, I was thinking about the cult and I was thinking about Nick Cannon and all these kids. I, just, I really don't understand that. I don't understand. I understand why he's doing it. I don't understand why the women are going along with it. Do you realize how much power women have? You know what I mean? Like we could we could change if if these younger women could could really set a standard and stick with it. We could change the trajectory of black men's lives overnight. We could make them pull up their pants. We could make them actually uh, try to find a gainful employment that doesn't include getting shot at. Uh, and we used to do that. You know, the streets ain't new. None of this is new. The only difference now is that people are proud to be in the streets. That used to be something you were embarrassed about. You know, it used to be like, oh, yeah, my uncle just got locked up. Oh, Lord. You know, people be like, oh, we'll pray for him. And you'd be embarrassed to share that. Now people are, like, proud of it. There is no shame in our shit. And that is a huge issue and concern. I'm not saying you got to walk around with your head down. But don't be proud of some of this stuff. Some of this stuff is not what you should be proud of. And I know that all these young men aren't proud of this behavior. I do know that. All right, everybody. That's what I was thinking. Donald Trump seems to have uh, 
pooped the floor because people are not impressed or excited about him. So, hallelujah. Um, I hope Herschel Walker's ignorant ass fades back into Bolivian, as Mike Tyson would say, because I am tired of hearing about him and his erection, election, and all. Please, just go away. You know, he had a football career. God, I was... That was, what, 25 years ago? Go away. You ought to be embarrassed. They up there trotting you out like some character in a Spike Lee movie. What was that movie where they had to put the black face on? The black characters put black face on. He that dude. Go away. What was it called? It was called uh, Hoodwinked. Wasn't that it? Hoodwinked? I think of something like that. It's early, and I am I am pining. I cannot wait to make this coffee. All right, everybody, have an amazing, beautiful day. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, all the friendship and fellowship I had over the weekend. Uh, it was so much fun. I really, one of my coworkers just was like, you look so happy. I'm like, yeah, I was having fun. <laughs> fun has not been uh, on the menu for a while, and my mom was up all night. So the care worker is going to have her hands full and God bless because I will not be a part of that for many, many hours. So thank you very much. Please be your best. We'll be back here soon.